This is a message to children regarding their mothers. A message from God instructing them to honor their mothers. And since this is a command and not a, not a suggestion, we should do this. Godly men and women as children will honor their mothers in spite of different opinions or points of view as they grow up. The call of the child, the godly child, is to honor their mother. To further this matter, we read in the New Testament in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And once again, we see this in Ephesians, that this is a command for children, that godly children are to obey their mothers, just as godly mothers are to obey God. Love is living in obedience to the Lord. For Jesus, the Son of God, said this in John 14, verse 15, If you love me, you will keep my commands. And again, from our reading in 1 John this morning, we see that love is not a feeling, love is not an emotion, love is an action that we do. It's an action in submitting to one another in a joyful attitude that as children honor their mothers and obey their mothers, these godly mothers obey God. It's a beautiful reflection of God's plan. Many of you are familiar with Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31, that give the expression of a godly woman. When you read through this, you see all that a godly woman, a godly wife, a godly mother does for others. A godly mother looks out for her family and provides for them. It is not a nine-to-five job five days a week, but it is love. It is a purposeful life. In fact, it's a ministry that lasts 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for decades upon decades. A mother's ministry is always active, whether she be nursing a baby in the wee hours of the night, dealing with a sick child all night long, raising children to survive through the teenage years, dealing with the opposing views of her husband, and then she looks on to minister to grandchildren. Yet, for the godly mother, this lifelong ministry is not purposeful, because it's a joy in the Lord. A godly mother knows that this is the purpose that God has given her, to raise godly children, to minister to her husband, to care for her family. And she knows that when she does this, that she is living in the image that God has created her for, the ministry and the purpose that God has given her. And so this is a joyful thing. If you want to, in Proverbs 31, verses 25 and 31, we read these, this section out of God's Word about these godly mothers, which I think is amazing and astounding. Proverbs 31, verse 25 states, Strengthen, Strength and self-respect are a mother's clothing. Her she is facing the future with a smile. Her mouth is open to give out wisdom, and the law of mercy is on her tongue. She gives attention to the ways of her family. She does not take food without working for it. Her children get up and give her honor, and her husband gives her praise, saying, A number of women have done well, but you are better than all of them. Fair looks are a deceit, and a beautiful form is of no value. But a woman who has the fear of the Lord is to be praised. Give her credit for what her hands have made. Let her be praised by her works in a public place. A godly mother works hard for her family to glorify God. 
as that is the way that she glorifies God. And she is rewarded by her children, by her husband, and by others. As God states in verse 31, give her credit for what her hands have made and let her be praised, let her works be praised in public. Isn't it interesting that in the Bible, God lifts mothers to a place of honor, a place of uniqueness, of blessing. God also gives a warning in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, which states, A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. I find it interesting here that God would hold mothers accountable for their actions. Interesting because accountability is love and action. When you read through Hebrews chapter 12, it tells us that God disciplines those that he loves. That if there is no discipline, there is no love, once again, because love is an action. So God holds mothers accountable to building up a house and not tearing it down. Because this discipline in the Lord is not punishment, which involves pain, but it's discipline to keep her on the straight and narrow path of godliness that she would fulfill the ministry for which God has created her. We jump into Titus chapter 2, and we see a mother's purpose in the church. That it's not just in her home that God uses her to minister to others, but it's also the church. As Titus chapter 2, verses 3 to 5 states this, Older women, likewise you are to be reverent in your behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to too much wine, teaching what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God may not be dishonored. You see, mothers are given a God-given ministry to not only minister at home in that family, but in the family of God as well. As they have gone through life themselves, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, and have learned to trust God in all situations, and now their call within the family of God is to teach younger mothers to do the same to be godly, that the word of God would not be dishonored. To teach these younger women to care for their children, to care for their homes, to respect and love their husband, so that these younger women would not go astray to their own desires and their own wantings. Mothers have a tremendous place in instructing younger women in the church. In fact, it's almost in essence that these young mothers, or these mothers take on these younger women as their own children. And as we read in our verse this morning, through John 1, 4, it says, I have no greater joy than this, to hear of my children walking in truth. That God states that that is the greatest joy of a mother's heart, a godly mother that is, to have her children walking in the ways of the Lord. God honors mothers in serving them as well from his point of view. We remember the Christmas story. Remember? Emmanuel, meaning God with us. We see God the Father sending his only son, Jesus, to be born of a godly mother and a teenage girl. What an incredible thing. That the creator of the universe himself would subject himself to a young teenage mother who's trying to figure out motherhood for the very first time and life by herself. A young woman who is willing to obey God no matter what the cost, whether it be public ridicule, a life of service, even a life 
of forecoming heartache, Jesus subjected himself to his mother Mary for some 33 years. That's amazing to think of that. That the God of heaven, the God of creator of the universe and all the worlds, would subject himself to a mother. What a place of honor for her. What was Mary's take on this? Does God reveal this to her as a young mother trying to figure life out? Luke 2, verse 19 tells us. It says, But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. I'm not a mother. I don't think I ever will be. But I'm married to a mother, and I've had a mother. And I'm always amazed at the things that they hold in their heart, the joys of their children and their family, the laughter that they continue to have, the joy they continue to share, and the work that they continue to do. And Jesus honored that and Mary as well. We also see the faithfulness and sacrifice of motherhood in Mary. As she knew what she was getting into, that God shared with her the heartache that would be to come, and she knew what would happen. We see in First John, or excuse me, in John chapter 19, verse 22, it states this about Mary's dedication to her son, Jesus, as a mother. It states, But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Now that's an amazing thing to see Mary at the beginning, treasuring all these things in her heart, realizing that she is going to be the mother of the Son of God, but also to see her standing at the foot of the cross, at the very end, with her son, not failing him, but being there for him. It's even more interesting when you read the verses before John 19.22, because we see a picture of four women here, faithful and dedicated to Jesus, one of them being his mother. And in the verses preceding this, we see a story of four soldiers who are not faithful. In fact, all they're doing is gambling to take the cloak of Jesus home. They're in it for themselves. And yet we see these women, especially Mary, they're not for themselves, but they're for her son, even to the end. Today, as we celebrate Mother's Day with God's Word, and a special place of ministry that God has called godly mothers to be in, we celebrate that their ministry is love in action, in submission, in selflessness, in service to others, and that these are not bad words as our society sees them, but words of being in a right place with God. Words of being in God's will and in God's ministry. Words of being purposeful and useful. Words of empowering the next generation. Words of being a servant and instilling God's words in the next generation for others to carry on. These are words of ministering in the church and at home. So today we praise God on this happy Mother's Day. Mothers, you are blessed to be a blessing as God honors you and we honor you today. And we thank God for you and for your ministry and your love in action. That your love is not just a feeling or an experience or an emotion, but your love is a lifelong service of ministry sold out for the caring of others, to love them when they fall down and hurt their knees, to carry them through the struggling emotional years of being a teenager, to see their children through those years of 
young adulthood, and even to watch their children grow into young men and women. Mothers, you are love in action. You are amazing. And God has blessed us with your presence. Finally, this morning as we close, when we talk about the love of mothers as God emulates his love through them and puts them in this place of honor, we ask ourselves, what is love? And 1 Corinthians tells us. It states, if I speak of the tongues of men and of angels, but I do not have love, I am simply a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and I know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor and I surrender my body to be burned, but I do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. Love does not brag and it's not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. Love does not seek its own. It is not provoked. It does not take into account a wrong suffered. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but it rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. When I was a child, I used to speak and think as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see the mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now we know in part, but then we will be fully known, just as we will fully know, just as we have been fully known. But now faith, hope, and love abide in these three. But the greatest of these is what? Love. We celebrate mothers today out of the Word of God as God places them in that special place of ministry and honor. We honor them as the Bible does. And we see that as God is love, we see that love in action living through the actions, the ministry, the servanthood of our mothers. And so mothers, we thank you. We pray God's blessing upon you this morning. You are amazing women, and we would be much less without you. So we praise you and thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you once again for your blessing of mothers. As we see throughout your word, you honor mothers all through the Old Testament and into the New Testament. That you call children, whether they be young children or adult children, to obey and honor their mother. We see that this is the command of a godly man or a godly woman. We see that you honor women and you call them to be publicly praised by all. We see that you use them in tremendous ways to bless others both in their family at home and in the church family that you have for us. God, we pray your blessing upon mothers this day that you would renew their hearts, that it would be your joy, your love, your life that would fill theirs to overflowing. We pray that they would be blessed this day in the knowledge of their dedication to you, in the knowledge of the ministry that you have given them, in the knowledge 
that they are sharing your word and your message for generations to come. Lord, we thank you for mothers. And Lord, in this we honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name.